And welcome back to Traditions. I'm Ron Alesco, and uh, today we have two very special guests with us. Uh, one of them was a guest on this program a couple of years ago. It's been a while. And uh, he was part of the band. Oh, at the time, they were known as Banjo, Nickaroo, and the Scooches. But now, they're simply the Scooches. And they have a brand new album coming out. And I am very pleased to welcome to the show Nick Russo and Bettina Hershey. Hello. How hey, are you? Uh, let's go. <laughs> oh, it's so good to see you and have you on the program together. And uh, the new album called Lift You Up has just been released. And it's phenomenal. It really captures the, the sound of, of this band, which is so eclectic. Uh, I, I love the mix of music that you, you add into your, into your group. And uh, what it was, there's four or five members. I mean, it seems like your the group kind of changes depending on <laughs> where you are. That's right. It's basically a family. I get to play with my favorite musicians, and that's what makes this band so special. And also, uh, I get to play in their band, so it has a very special rhythmic kind of um, organic feel to it. But mm -hmm. we have our core four, which is Bettina, myself, and my brother from another, Miles Griffith, and Harvey Wirtz. But um, all, also the core four is often with Miles, our, ourselves, and Dr. David Pleasant. And then we expanded this album to include a, a long, long colleague of mine, a really dear friend, Angie Workman, who brings just incredible harmonies, which you'll hear. And of course, we have um, so many incredible musicians. We have our secret weapon, which is uh, Rash Cash, who you can hear rapping on two of the tracks. He's also an incredible trombone player. We have the, the amazing Russell Hall on bass on a couple tracks and Michaela Lerman on taps. And we have um, Mama Duba on bass and Hilliard Green on bass. Um, we have Kenny Kosick, who was on our last album, Get Us Out of Fearland fiddle. on uh -huh. fiddle. And uh, we have a special guest, Lenny Monichello, who's been the, our engineer since the beginning. He winds up doing a little um, cameo playing uh, jaw harp and uh, a secret instrument that maybe we'll give away during this interview uh, <laughs> on um, one of the tunes. Uh, it's it's just a lovely album, and uh, you know what? I before I, we talk about what the band is doing and how this album came to be, I think we need to uh, to play a song to give our listeners a taste. Now it's funny because Nick, you and I have been emailing before we did this interview, and um, you know I usually like to do like four songs during this uh, my interviews, and so I said, tell me some of the songs that you would like to play and talk about, and I did the same thing. And believe it or not, out of what, what is there, 11 cuts on the, 12 cuts on the album? You and I picked the same four songs, wow. which, <laughs> wow, that's never happened to me before. So <laughs> the great minds think alike, I guess. Oh, man. I was so, I was blown away when I saw that <laughs> message back. Uh, so was I when I got your email. I go, wait a minute, <laughs> he's speaking. Something's happening here. <laughs> well, the song we chose to play first is a song called What's Meant to Last Will Last. And I think this really captures the sound of, uh, of the Scooches. Tell us about this song. So I wrote this song um, with a little bit of the flair of the 1920s style. So um, I was really imagining those 1920s songs when I was playing my guitar and coming up with the song structure and the lyrics and, and the feel. And then he took this song and brought in a tap dancer. <laughs> Michaela Marino Lerman is, sounds incredible. She's she's on a stamp too. So you go to the post office, cool. you can literally buy a stamp, and she's one of the stamps. That's the, she's the tap dancer stamp. Really? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess when you when you mail out the CDs, you know, maybe you need posters. There. I've been trying to get them. They don't have them in our we Queens post office, them. but they they're definitely out there. Oh, we'll we'll talk about the post office yeah. some other time. But <laughs> <laughs> and then Angie Workman came in and layered all these gorgeous harmonies on top of the song and it was really magic to see her work yeah. she's worked with so many incredible artists and prince ray charles eminem uh benny king you, you could and par she parliament does, <laughs> she comes in with this like warm energy so supportive she she loves our songs and she's like i'm so grateful to be here making the magic of these songs happen and then she she adds all these harmonies so beautiful you're gonna hear it she lifts us up she's she's some, <laughs> something special and russell hall plays uh, upright bass on this and i'm playing uh, tenor banjo and uh and uh i think uh and i'm chung, chung, yeah chung, 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 on, the on the guitar, guitar. 
Well, let's take a listen now. What's meant to last will last. The Scooches. Don't you want to throw it all away? Don't you need to clear the system? Don't you want to throw away the past? What's meant to last will last. Don't you want to sweep the dirt? Throw the sweep and it may the scooches with what's meant to last will last that's from their brand new album an album called lift me up and it certainly lift does you up when we lift you up we lift ourselves up too oh well it, it, you've succeeded believe me it's, <laughs> it, it's such fun and it, it, it's such eclectic you know i i when you, when you mentioned about the 1920s feel to it, I remember some of your early recordings and early um, videos uh, where you, you know, kind of really played up that angle a bit. And uh, I think it was my daughter's actually, she was on a, a subway um, tour a few years ago. And she said, dad, I saw this great band. And we, we did a little tour of these old subway trains and there was this band doing jazz. And I said, was one guy wearing a, a little hat? <laughs> and yeah, yeah, but it was you guys. You were amazing, <laughs> Yeah, playing the vintage train event. It's so cool. They bring out the very old trains, and we go and play, and swing swing dancers come out. Uh -huh. um, yeah, that's oh, a lot of fun. Playing yeah. hot jazz. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you, you both have a lot of fun with your music and you both have uh, backgrounds uh, before the Scooches and you've been involved in doing a number of different kinds of projects. Um, 
let's talk about that, about your history a little bit. Let's let's start with Bettina because Bettina, you've never been on the show before. So yeah. uh, <laughs> to, to tell us, uh, tell our audience about yourself and how did your musical roots come to be? So I was born to a family of musicians. My mom played classical piano every day. Like I would fall asleep to her playing Debussy and Satay. And uh, my dad plays trumpet in Broadway shows and orchestras in New York City. So I also would sometimes fall asleep to him playing the trumpet. And when I was five, I remember writing my first song and my mom helped me write the music notes down. Uh, so she'd always call me her little songbird. And uh, I was always um, recording songs into little cassette tapes or whatever device I had. And I have like even a, a recording of me as a child creating a, a a DJ show, like a radio show, uh, making up songs on it. And uh, so I've always been a songwriter. But then when I got more serious about songwriting was in college because I was a musical theater performer. I was an actor and a dancer and I injured myself and I got my guitar out and I just poured myself into that music. And, and from there on out, like I brought my guitar everywhere on my back. Even when I toured with Phantom of the Opera as Meg, oh. he, in the dressing room with my digital recorder, recording my songs, like multi-tracking <laughs> in between scenes. And then I'd rush back out and be on stage as Megan, the Phantom of the Opera. So it, I would, and I would play music all over the country. Like as we were on tour, we would do concerts and things like that. Uh -huh. And then when I came back to New York, I was, do, I was a part of uh, Fast Folk, like I would, um, I would go to Jack Hardy's every Monday and that's sure. a play at the bottom line and WFUV back then with, with, with Jack Hardy and uh, do my own songs too. So, mm -hmm. so that was all happening. And then I got excited about writing musicals for kids. So I have five musicals that are, that are published by beat by beat press and performed all over the world in like 32 countries. Wow. And and I have more musicals that I've written as well. And every year I write a new musical and put it on in May for kids to perform. And that's so I have been really diving into like many areas of writing. And then uh, Nick Russo, I met him in 2006, uh -huh. and, uh, brought my guitar over and we had, we, we've been writing music together yeah. ever since and, uh, and playing in many different variations of, uh, of the music's and the styles that we love. Oh, have you been making beautiful music ever since 2006? That's great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if your your program is called The Garden Players. I'm not sure if you said that. Garden Players, musical theater program for kids. Yeah. yeah. And you just probably just had one in May. What was uh, this year's production? It was called Switch It Off. And it's about parents who have brain chips and the brain chips stop working and they forget they ever had kids. So the kids have to figure out how to fix them because the parents are gone. <laughs> They're like, what? So, um, what yeah, a great concept. Huh? <laughs> oh, that, that's Not too far from reality. The kids yeah. loved this yeah. concept so much. There's one <laughs> song called Smelly Socks where they're like, oh, what do I do? I've got smelly socks. <laughs> and like, oh. what am I going to eat? A cereal for dinner. <laughs> I'm for dinner. Like, so. Oh, that sounds like such fun. Wow. It, it's such a, a varied. Uh, career and, and, and styles that you, you incorporated to it. And, and, and Nick, I know you've been uh, doing quite a bit. And in fact, you're, you're the scooch of the scooches. Uh, <laughs> tell, tell us how you well remind our audience since you've been on here before, but tell us a little bit about your background. Yes. I, I've made my living as a jazz guitarist. I I've been honored to play with some legends that have passed uh, the great Jimmy McGriff. Um, I got the tour with him. And uh, amazing bass player, uh, Sonny Dallas, I got to record and, and play and tour with him. He was uh, with Lenny Tristano and um, Mara Marsh and Lee Konitz. And got to play uh, a lot with um, Dr. David Pleasant's band. And I, I get to play with Russell Hall's band. Even currently, we do a lot of gigs at Lincoln Center. Both his original music, but also the music of Barb Marley. And other incredible musicians on the New York City scene, such as Gordon Now. And the Grand Street Stoppers, I've been in that band forever. Alfonso Horn, another great horn player. Um, I played on uh, the Hot Sardines' first album. I know I'm so proud of them because of how um, well-known they are now. So I do gigs with them. Actually, I just got Patina in the band recently to do a, a one-off. 
and there's other incredible musicians that I just I'm so blessed to get to play with. Um, Angie Workman is one, my old colleague who's now on this on this album and vocalists like Anastasia Renee and, and Charles Turner. Um, I worked at Mona's, which is an incredible little spot on the Lower East Side for uh, thousands, probably thousands of Tuesdays, every Tuesday. It's still going on and the band changes up. I still do it once in a while. But I think there was one point, there was one set of musicians and we all played all together for, um, you know, over 12 years every Tuesday. And, oh. and, and I'm, I also play in Deep Sing's band. It's an incredible topple player. And he led me to the gig with um, Zeb, Zeb Bangash. I'm a big fan of. I got to play uh, in her American band. She's a sort of a pop celebrity in Pakistan. And then I played with Malika Zara with Harvey Wirt, who's Harvey's in our band, but him and I playing with Malika's band was my um, life changer for me when I started playing African music. And she's an incredible um, Moroccan composer and musician. So uh, yeah, I, just, I feel really blessed to like play at all these different genres. And then lastly, I I want to make sure I mention one of my um, incredible uh, band leaders, Vince Giordano with the Nighthawks. Oh, yeah. And, um, and Terry Waldo and Michael Arinella. I really get to play a lot of 20s music with them. And I really felt that I, I learned a lot. Um, and I still learn a lot playing with them, playing tenor banjo in those bands. Just an amazing variety of styles and, and <laughs> influences in there. That That's incredible. And, and the fact that you two met and, and uh, are now doing this, I don't know how you find time to be in the scooches, but that's oh, you're going on. Lots of, uh, lots of espresso. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. Well, you know, I want to play another song now from the album. And this one, um, I think kind of fits with the description of your musical backgrounds. It's called let's grow our roots deep and true. Um, how did this one come to be? I was sitting, connecting with nature in New New Hampshire and just looking outside. It was stormy and um, it was just on my mind a lot. The plight of um, of migrants and, and, mm. and the fact that um, there are borders. <laughs> like yeah. I, I want there to be no borders and for people to be able to move where they want to be and, and live where they want without hate coming their way. Yeah. So... So the let's grow our roots deep and true is really just kind of connecting to that idea of like, we should all be able to grow our roots wherever we choose and like be treated as if we belong there. Let's grow our roots deep and true When the eyes open me I'm just like a redwood tree Let's grow our roots deep and true Let's grow our roots deep and true Let's grow our roots deep and true Though I bend to the ground Still I'm gonna stick around Let's grow our roots deep and true Come on now, take my hand You and I can barely stand Let's grow our roots deep and true Let's grow our roots deep and true Let's grow our roots deep and true
home One last we forever roam Let's grow our roots deep and true When the storm finally breaks We'll know we got what it takes Let's grow our roots deep and true Let's grow our roots deep and true Let's grow our Let's Grow Our Roots Deep and True from the Scooches song uh, written by Bettina Hershey, who is with us, along with Nick Russo of the, of the Scooches. The new album is called Lift You Up, and it certainly does. And, uh, you know, I, I love that song because uh, it, 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 you know, it, it talks about letting people grow their roots, but also it's, it's kind of uh, bringing everybody, all these groups and roots together. And which is what you guys do in, in the scooches, um, you know, so many different cultures, so many different styles, and it blends together to make this harmony that's just incredible. And I think that's what the, I've, I've loved about your band since uh, since I first heard it. Banjo Nickaroo and the scooches was the original name and you shortened it to scooches. Now, those of us in the New York, New Jersey area, I think we all probably have heard of a scooch, but some of our listeners <laughs> in other parts of the other what are asking, what the heck is a scooch? And Nick, I, I believe there was some family history that-, that Yeah, my, my grandfather, Nick, Nick Russo, another Nick Russo, who actually played with Red Nickels and his Five Pennies, and oh. uh, he also played with some other big bands. And uh, he used to say uh, to my sister, Jen, and my cousins, Jacqueline and Micah, hey, stop scooching me. We would do this to him, you know, with my Uncle Mike or my dad, and he would laugh. So it was always like scooching him in a different way. And I think we wound up spelling it incorrectly. Well, so that first, that a uh, that definition of is more like scooch, yeah. and it's spelled a little differently. And so we have actually, when we shortened the name from Banjo, Nickaroo, and Western Scooches, but we changed it to the Scooches because really we want everybody to be thinking about yeah. Scoot, let's scooch all these genres, all these cultures. Let's scooch uh, together. All these people. So it's more of like scooch, scooch yeah. closer to me. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, let's <laughs> let's scooch together and uh, get these many, many ver varieties of cultures and music styles, like kind of mixing. And you know, when you, when you think about it, on paper you're wondering how the heck is this going to work, but you've. And it's so evident on this album, Lift You Up, that it does work. And you are able to show the connections between the, between different styles. Um, we, we talked about the band and the different members. How did how did you all connect? I, I assume through your different um, different jobs and, and careers in music and, and brought all these folks together. We got we started off with a gig. We got a call for the Strawberry Festival in Brooklyn. So I put a band together um you know, specifically for that gig. And I was mainly a tenor banjo player and guitarist. So I sort of was still learning five string. I still feel like I'm a student of all these instruments. So I'm like bringing in like all these incredible like musicians that play Western swing that I play in their bands. Um, Raphael McGregor, I play on his first album called Fretless, incredible lap steel player. And Dennis Slickman from Mona's, who doubles on fiddle and clarinet. He played fiddle in the first incarnation. And this incredible Vocalist Tamar Korn and Bettina both did uh, wonderful harmonies together. And Harvey Wirt was still on drums. And um, he's been there from the yep, beginning. And Ralph yeah. Imperium on bass. So I just got to play with Ralph last week with another band. And Tamar, I got to play with her in Gordon's band. So these are still my family of musicians that I that I play with. So to answer your question. And Miles Griffith may not have been on that first. Yeah, that's game, right. But Miles, he was there yeah. 
right away yeah. after that. Miles was always on my other jazz gigs, or I was always playing in his band called New Ting. So actually, Ron, what you said is exactly right. Nick collects them yeah. from all these varied styled gigs that he plays, these performances, these shows, and um, he he gets this deep connection with uh, a musician, and and he's like, oh, I just want to play with them, yeah. and and brings them in. I remember Harvey, when I first started playing with Harvey, he said, I don't play jazz. You know, he's from Suriname, incredible, like master of, of South American music, especially Brazilian music and incredible master of African Ganawa. So when I played with him in Malika Zarisman, I also know him, knew him in the jazz scene. I said, I, I want to hear you play jazz because I love when people uh, come to the table with a, um, a different approach. But actually, more importantly, I think it's more about the person. Like, I just love playing with what Harvey brings, he could be playing like on his lap. And at my dad's funeral, he played on a chair. So it doesn't matter what Harvey's playing, whatever he brings to the table, it's just so musical. So I think just, I just, that resonates with me. It doesn't matter that he has um like a certain, uh, he's humble and says he doesn't have all the language that maybe um, a quote unquote jazz drummer would and have. And you know what, everybody that Nick collects and brings it scooches towards us is somebody who is very supportive and, yeah. um, and loving. Yeah. And has that that key element of lifting other people up. Yeah. It, it sounds like, um, you know, it's everybody's having a wonderful time sharing yeah. their, their different styles and, and that. But when you get into the studio to record an album like Lift You Up, who does the arranging? Is it is it a collaborative effort as well? or? <laughs> Yeah. Yes, it's collaborative. And one of the ways that Nick arranges maybe is to bring all these people together and then say, all right, let's see what happens. Because yeah. his favorite thing is to bring us all live into the studio yeah. and just record. And sometimes our recording engineer is like, really? We're going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and we do. And sometimes, it always we, works out. sometimes we keep that. And sometimes we say, okay, let's try it this way. Yeah. And it's, it's an experience. It's a journey. Yeah. I really believe I embrace the process. I advocate for inclusiveness. I advocate for self-expression. I don't like to tell people what to do. The fact that they're in my band, they're already, they're already in. They could do basically whatever they want. And we, we actually welcome them to give their feedback. And sometimes the feedback is not even verbal. So let's just jam. Let's just play. Hey, that sounds amazing to me. And um, I don't even tell, ever tell Harvey what to play. I mean, once in a while we'll say, hey, that was cool. Let's, let's, uh, we improvise. So it's a lot about improvisation. If we improvise something and we like the way that sounded, Hey, let's just keep that hit. Or maybe we don't even talk about it. It just naturally happens. And Harvey at the last rehearsal, right before the um, Zinc Bar show, he uh, said, hey, let's try this little hit under your vocal. So, and the, and the last thing I want to say is like the songs evolve. So when people go to a live show, the songs are different. They're often different. Uh, tempi. We may throw in a different feel. We certainly open things up for improvisation. Rash Cash, who's our secret weapon. He raps on this album. When he does gigs with us, he actually also plays trombone. And there's a photo of him in the band shot holding a trombone. <laughs> we're we're going to hear him in a second. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, um, I, 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 I'm just amazed because, you know, the, the, I've seen you perform. I've seen you at different music conferences and that kind of jam aspect and the, the improvisation is evident. But when you're in the studio recording an album, like Lift You Up, um, do you do it as a live performance or do you do it as tracking? How, how did this album become created? Yeah, it's often live. It's often live. It's usually the first or the second take. I can remember some of the, the tunes as we've listened to them. Like, yeah, I remember that was the second take. And some of them, like what Tino was saying, we'll do it live and then maybe we'll scratch certain things like, hey, that was definitely the energy. Then maybe we can um, re redo it again with that same concept or sometimes we uh and this is where lenny monticello is a genius although we probably drive him crazy we'll record it live and he'll say hey you really can't overdub anything there i'm like hey let's just try i don't care about a lot i don't care about the belief let's just do it and then it works out and there's um a little bit known fact on our album unknown fact that we have his dog charlie barking and of <laughs> course me being so inclusive like no don't try to get rid of that let's let's jack that up so we made it louder on purpose because I wanted Charlie, the dog, to be part of the album as well. <laughs> a family affair. I love it. Yeah. But really, well, some of them are live and some of them we did track a little bit. So, yeah, so we, we, we tried different things on different songs. There was some that Harvey and I played live, uh, some to a click track because we wanted to get the tempo with the one we improvised and we liked it. And then we layered Bettina and Miles afterwards. And that's the that's the, the most uh, user-friendly for the engineer. So Lenny was happy about that because then he can really master the sound. And then some of them were just fully live. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
Well, there's one song that I want to play now that uh, you actually have two versions of it on this album. And, and it's a song that I think our listeners will rec recognize. It's a song that was sort of an anthem during the civil rights movement. Um, Ain't gonna let nobody turn me round. Um, and you have two different versions of it. One, which... We're Both about... of these are live. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, there, there's a, a, a version in the uh, kind of a Gullah, Gullah influence to it, but we're not going to play that one today. People have to listen to the album for that. We're going to play the longer version, which has this really intriguing rap uh, addition to it. Um, how was this one chosen? This one, again, was just a jam. We actually uh, did it at the end of the session. And uh, so let's just play the song. We didn't talk about it. Miles started it. Um, often Miles and I, we both sort of have perfect pitch. So he could just sing something. I can grab the key. And Mama Duba was on bass. And I think maybe we did a little bit in the beginning. We told Mama Duba was going to be in this key. And then um, that was one that Rash um, improvised spoken words. So he did On not, the fly. On the fly. He had wow. pre-written the words. Yeah. Um, and we chose the song because we are always really trying to think about um, broadening awareness and, yeah. and remembering to remind people to, that we are the work is not over. Yeah. Like maybe if people fought for the civil rights in the '60s, but we are still fighting for civil yeah. rights and for equal rights for everybody. So. But Tina's aunt actually, I think, went to jail. She got arrested for protesting. Me? No, your aunt. Your yeah. aunt. Okay. Aunt, aunt Susie. I don't yeah, my aunt did. <laughs> Or Aunt Susie. Um, and I know Dr. David Pleasant has told us some stories of him protesting. Um, so it's, yeah, it is, it is a, it's like you said, it's a, it's an endless. Um, I don't even like to use the word fight. I don't know. We have, Ron, can we come up with another word? We have to come up with some word. Uh, it's an endless it's broadening endless. of yeah. our awareness yeah. and like continuing to take away our biases it's, exactly it's yeah. hard to do it's a it's a struggle for change and that's what uh we'll, well continue <laughs> well let's listen now to uh, ain't gonna let nobody turn me round the scooches i said yeah, yeah ain't gonna let nobody turn me round turn me round turn me round turn me i said yeah, yeah, yeah. here we go Ain't gonna let nobody turn me round, turn me round, turn me round, turn me round. Ain't gonna let nobody turn me round. I'm gonna keep on walking, walking, keep on talking. Marching up to freedom Blame. Ain't gonna let nobody Turn me around Turn me around Turn me around Ain't gonna let nobody Turn me around I'm gonna keep on walking Keep on talking Marching up to freedom Turn around, yeah. If you got frowns, only smiles be allowed here. Yeah. I gotta reach, I gotta saw, I make my mama proud. No bad vibes, I'ma need you to turn around. I got rhymes like the sky, only got clouds. But it's for the love, never catch you catching clout. Escape the life of crime, had to take a different route. Rash cash, I'm about to show you what I'm really about. Hey, I'm about to show you what I'm really about. I'm about to show you what I'm really about. So turn around, turn around, turn around, yeah. Ain't gonna let
to show you what I'm really about. Rock the show when you know we about to rock the crowd. And you know we keep the music real going high. And you know we gotta keep the good, good vibes. And you know we gotta keep it right. But we gotta keep it tight. Know we flying by like the like the birds in the sky. And you know I gotta stay with the, the rhymes. Ayy, and you know I gotta have a good time. Keep it with the groove. And you know we gotta vibes. Ayy, keep the crowd moving. And you know we gotta keep the beat grooving. And you know I stay with the chorus grooving. Ayy, and you know I don't lose it. No, and I stay proving that I'm the best and you know I be chosen and you know the rhymes be too golden and I'm with the group and you about to know it yeah you know we about to really show it turn it around turn it around and we don't come with no sounds come with no sounds and we don't come with no crowns come with no crowns and I'm about to turn it around turn it around turn it around I gonna keep on walking. I gonna keep on talking. I gonna say with Rascal. We gonna do it with my man Harvey. We gonna do it with Tina. We gonna do it with Mama Doe. We gonna do it with Nick Rizzo. What are we? We are the future. And that was the Scooches, a song that I'm sure many of you are familiar with. Maybe not that version, but uh, certainly one that uh, is going to be something that's going to stay in our memories. Uh, The Scooches have just recorded that on their new album called Lift You Up. And uh, it's just, uh, just, you know, it's a fun album, but yet there's a lot of seriousness. Like you were saying before, Bettina, um, you know, there are songs here that are uh, like the one we just heard that's uh, talking about the struggles that we're still going through. You have a song about climate change on here. Mixing social issues and music, is that ever problematic for y- you or your audiences? I can think of one um, when I started uh, to do some posting on Facebook about stop this climate change. We had a couple really odd people like commenting that was a little bit alarming, you know, <laughs> or against it or didn't believe it or. Um, it's a, it's a struggle yeah. to yeah. figure out. Cause we don't want to be just talking to one yeah. base. Like we right. want to be opening people's minds. So like, it's hard sometimes to figure out, well, it, it, will this song touch people right. in a way that helps them hear it and 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 be with it yeah uh for stop this climate change if somebody doesn't believe in climate change it's just not gonna (laughs) connect with them but like maybe if there's somebody who really doesn't want people to come into this country let's grow our roots deep and true may be something they can they can listen to and and connect to anyway like because there's a lot of ways to interpret it Mm -hmm. um and maybe it'll open their minds a little bit. I don't know. It's it's a really good question. And run and we should mention her song run. Um, run is about yeah. oppression and gun gun violence against women. Um, so it, it's a tricky because obviously some people really love guns in this country. And, um, and guns can cause a lot of problems. So um, we want to be able to be heard by all of the people but but I don't know. Like yeah. it's it's hard to figure out how to reach everybody. Everybody should watch Jeff Jeffries. I'm always an advocate of comedy. I grew up listening to Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy and uh, George Carlin. But Jeff Jeffries, if you just Google Jeff Jeffries on YouTube, gun gun violence, um, it, it it's got something for everyone in there. And it's it's funny, but it's also very serious. But he he just nails it. That's a totally different approach than Run, which is very yes similar. yes that's right. <laughs> I take the other approach. You got to mix the comedy in with the seriousness. <laughs> well, you know, it's also important because uh, even though there are people that don't agree with you, there are people that do agree with you that kind of need to know they're not alone in what they're right. thinking of. The and community, yeah. here trying to change. Yeah. Yes. yeah, that's the only way change is going to occur, and it's you know not a fast process. But uh, I tell you, having a an album like lift you up. It certainly lifts us up, certainly makes us think. And uh, 
I think it's going to be a winner. <laughs> Probably. I know it's just been released, but I can see this on a lot of best of albums uh, charts at the end of the year. Ooh, uh, I hope so. so, so, so what are the plans? I know you've, you've done, you've already done a couple pre-release concerts. You're working on a few other ones, which I think our audience can find out more about at your website, the scooches.com. Cause yeah. things, but what do you have a few things that are, are definitely uh, going to be happening? We're so focused on like um, getting the CD out. It's tough, you know. What's um, the festival that we're in? Yeah, we're gonna be playing on Coltrane's birthday. Everybody should know September twenty third, John Coltrane's birthday. Um, we're gonna be playing at the make sure I say it correctly the um, the Hudson West, and I think it's and that's on our website. Yeah, that's you on can our website. It. Yeah, it's a Saturday. And we have been we played at the Zinc Bar recently, and we're gonna yeah. be playing again possibly in August and September. Yeah, that's Just right. keep your eye on the date. Zinc Bar is a wonderful venue. So um, cool. It's yeah. very classy. It looks <laughs> very 1920s. And, and the Zinc Bar is in Manhattan, correct? Yeah, it's on West 3rd, just a few blocks from it's the- It's a block south of Washington Square, Square Park. Park yep. yeah. And it used to be called the Baggot Inn a while back. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I do my singer-songwriter thing yeah. at the Baggot And it has some other history too. That is like, it used to be called the Cinderella- um, there's a second name to it that I'm, I'm escaping right now, but um, Billy Holiday performed there. So it has some incredible history. Alex, the owner, is just wonderful. Ansel at the door. You may know Ansel. He's on those uh, early Smithsonian re recordings with Jack Hardy. Oh, Ansel Matthews. Yep. yep. Oh, sure. Ansel. I know him forever. He's always at the door. Yeah. So you got Aww. this incredible musician and, and vibe. And, and Joseph, one of the promoters, just wonderful. Joseph was in Hot Tuna. So you would have this, you know, real musician-run place, and uh, they got great espresso, and the staff is, <laughs> is, is lovely. But then also we're working on like just, um, you know, getting into different like um, platforms too, which is super cool. Like trying to do more, um, uh, you know, shows and and maybe some television stuff. And you know, obviously working out the tour. We went to Folk Alliance, which was wonderful, and then we went to a really cool event last night. Um, and so just we're just connecting with people and trying to because uh, it's so eclectic. It's like uh, we want to embrace um, the folk world. But also I feel the same way about my musician friends bringing the folk world with the Americana world and the global folk world. And you know, absolutely. And the music from New Orleans, all the music. You I know love. what? There's one tune on this album that um, is a bossa. It's called Open a Door. And I really, really love that oh, one. Yeah. Um, uh, that's not one that I think you're about to play, but everybody should go check that one out because that one came through me. It's just like arrived, like this perfect little package. Yeah, <laughs> like, and that was I didn't change uh, a thing. And on that, that one. should be in the jazz world. <laughs> yeah, well, folks will definitely be hearing it on this show in weeks to come. So uh, keep keep listening, and of course, uh, to find your album, uh, thescooches.com. I assume there's information on on how they can get a copy and find out more about your shows. And, uh, you know, it sounds like you're, you're both keeping yourselves busy. And I know coming out of the uh, pandemic, that must've been a time where it was hard for both, both of you. You yeah. did, a lot, did some online stuff, I assume. It, I was on unemployment. I was like, Patina describes me walking you, around like a zombie. He started buying records. He was like, I need to focus on something because yeah. every single gig, all my tours, down, yeah. Everything was stopped. And he was like, uh, but he's he's really a researcher. Like he you are such a deep digger of music. So he he was deeply digging into records. And then he taught for Yeah, I got called to play uh to go to fly to Colorado, my first uh, pandemic gig uh, outside of the uh, you know the tour where they shot me playing uh and teaching two video courses uh, for jam play. Jam play and True Fire are now merged. That was blues really videos, yeah, right? blues videos. One's blues guitar, the other one is uh, blues slide guitar. So and I, then I got hired by DIY.org yeah. to do oh. some acting courses online. And I also I the, the musical theater program I run. I had some teenagers that were helping me, and they were like, "You need to get online." So I figured out how to teach classes online, and and I had the kids writing musicals online yeah. in small groups, and then but we had to record the the music, and then they would send me their voices, and I had to learn how to do video production because <laughs> I had to layer all their voices yeah. and sound production. It, it was a a big learning experience. And, and I was in the streets. I was protesting a lot. I was protesting with John Baptiste. Um, I think I had already rec I recorded on one of his uh, for Black Lives Matter, uh, for Black Lives Matter, and I also protested with Russell Hall out in the streets with my banjo for Transgender Lives Matter and for Transgender um, and Black Women Lives Matter. There's a lot of events that we were a part of. 
Um, Russell Hall was just amazing at um, organizing a lot of those. And, uh, and some of my favorite musicians I got to play with together. And, you know, John Baptiste is great. I love him. And um, we played, we did one of those little protests and we also played at Rockwood Music Hall, which is another place the Scooches play. So it's been a, a interesting. And I also played for um, Princess Anne. Oh, really? It was a, it was a virtual event. So I, I got to play with incredible alumni from Juilliard playing Gershwin's Rhapsody in Blue because uh, not a lot of people know, but tenor banjo is on that score. So uh, they were blown away to play with banjo. I was just just uh, so honored to play with these high-level classical musicians. You know, I do play classical guitar, but to be in that situation where you're playing this, like, very interesting instrument, and, um, you know, it's all in fifth, so obviously the reading um, is way, way different. But that was super cool to do that. Well, it's it sounds like you two have uh, not only kept busy during the pandemic, but gain some new skills that are <laughs> bringing you into the to the, the, the future. And uh, uh, the future is looking bright. Um, now, Lift You Up, that, this is your, what, third album? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Third album together. He put out an album by himself, and cool. I put an album out by myself before the Scooches. I have an album called Row with Mark Turner and Ari Honig and Miles Griffith and David Pleasant are also on that. And my album is called Wish I Could Stay. And my dad is playing gorgeous trumpet on it and did some cool arrangements. Oh, that sounds really nice. Well, you two have a great catalog started and uh, I know there's more to come. Well, I want to thank you both for being here today. Nick Russo and Bettina Hershey, The Scooches. The new album is called Lift You Up. And um, we're going to go out with the uh, the title track. And I'll let the two of you play DJ and uh, introduce this one to our audience. And Ron, let's just make sure you know that you're also mentioned on this album as well. If you uh, look through the liner notes. Part of the thank oh, you. Yeah, oh, part of the thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for being so supportive yeah. and being in our lives. Yeah, we appreciate oh, you. Thank you. I'm touched. I really appreciate that. And, uh, you know, you guys, your music means a lot to me. And oh, wow. I know our audience. And uh, I wish you both continued success. Now, your turn to be DJ. Let's uh, introduce the song. Before I forget, Ahmad Johnson and Jennifer Vincent also play on this album. Not on this track, but I wanted to make sure I didn't leave anyone out. But on this track, we have the great Mamadou. Uh, Mamadou. Oh, no, actually, Russell Hall plays on this. Russell Hall is playing bass. Harvey Wirtz on drums. And I actually um, play keyboard and guitar. And then we also um, we have you and Miles Griffith. And Lift You Up, I wrote because I'd been reading about the science behind gifting and how they've done all these studies that when you gift some or you give something to somebody else, you're happier yourself for yeah. longer. And mm -hmm. it, it's actually amazing because you are improving the world, improving somebody else's life and improving yeah. your own life at the same time. So this whole concept of living with that, that information of, of knowing that when you lift somebody else up, you lift yourself up as well, should make it so much easier for us to be like loving each other and, yeah. and helping each other and lifting each other up, which is something that I hope this song fills you with. Well, it certainly fills me with it. And I'm sure you've not only lifted me up and our audience, but you're lifting everybody up by, by the great music you're making. Nick, and we Ruth, forgot to mention, sorry, we forgot to mention our daughter designed this album cover. She drew this, our 12-year-old oh, daughter. Lovely, <laughs> little family affair. I love it. Uh, Nick Russo, Bettina Hershey, two of the scooches, the, the, the leading members of the band, and so much more to come. Let lift you up. Here's the title cut. And thank you both again for being here today. Thank you so much, Ron. Every day when I wake up i look for the sound of the hope for the future reach so deep i'm ready to make my way falling forward i can't help looking for something, something to give something to live something to give you
Something to give 